Welcome to the Living in Sunshine podcast. If you don't know who I am, my name is Maddie, and I am so excited to have you tuning in to our weekly podcast episodes where we chat all the things from tips and tricks to funny stories from my life that have helped me to truly live in the sunshine. In this space, we are all about encouraging, inspiring, and giving you the tough love that you need to hear sometimes to realize that you are totally made for more than what you currently have in life and that you hold the power to make the changes that you need to level up and live your best self. So buckle up, grab some water, and let's get into it. Hello, my dudes, and welcome back to another brand new episode of the Living in Sunshine podcast. I am, again, so thankful and so grateful that you are here today tuning in for a brand new podcast and a brand new month of podcasts. Today is May 4th, which is crazy. Cue all of the like Star Wars freaks and geeks. I love you all. May the 4th be with you, right? I feel like I hear that every single year from at least one person. So here we are. If you haven't yet heard it today, may the 4th be with you. So since today is May 4th and the first episode in May, I wanted to kick it off by sharing with you that our theme for the podcast this month is peace and welcoming more peace into your life. If you feel like you are constantly running around like a chicken with your head cut off, if you feel like you are like always living a chaotic life all month long on the podcast, we are going to be talking about peace and how to welcome more peace back into your life so you can purposely pursue joy every single day. And just two quick reminders for you guys. If you have not already, be sure to sign up for the monthly sunshine newsletter. This is my monthly email newsletter that I send out on the first Sunday of every single month. So if you sign up today, you'll get it in June. And this newsletter is the best way for you to stay up to date on all things living in sunshine from sales, deals, new courses, new products, new releases, All of the good things that I have planned for the Living in Sunshine community will come out first to my people on my newsletter list. So be sure to sign up for the newsletter via the link in the show notes, and I cannot wait to see you in your inbox next month. And the second little reminder for you is to check out the Own Your Vision course. If you are someone who is struggling with finding your vision or casting a vision or knowing what your purpose is for life, I created my first ever full-fledged course that you do it all on your own, which is super duper convenient, called the Own Your Vision course. This course is your step-by-step roadmap in owning your purpose, figuring out what you wanna do with your life, and chasing after that bigger vision that we all have for ourselves. You can find this full-fledged course linked in the show notes as well, or you can find it linked over on my Instagram bio as well, which is at living the letter N sunshine. And if you have any questions about the course, you can feel free to shoot me a message or send me an email, whichever is easier for you. And now that all of my announcements are out of the way, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. So today's episode to kick off the month of May and talking all about peace are tactical tips and tricks that you can do to welcome more peace back into your life. Now, I have four tips to share with you today. Now, before we get into these four tips, I do want to let you know and remind you to, instead of trying to do all of them all at one time, choose one that is speaking to you the loudest and implement that one first. And once you get that one under your belt, then you can implement the rest of them. Because I find, both in my life and in your guys' lives, because you guys share this with me, 
When we try to take on all of these changes all at once, it's really easy to get overwhelmed and then we shut down and then we don't do anything. So instead of taking all four of these things and implementing them all at the same time, choose one that you feel like you need the most and then master that and then add in another one, right? Just like slowly fold it in as you are baking, if you know what I'm talking about, right? Okay, so let's jump into it. The first tip that I have for you in order to welcome more peace back into your life is to get really good at granting yourself grace every single day. My friend, you can only do so much and you can only take on so much in a day, in a week, and in your life. When we get really good at granting ourselves grace, we are able to feel more at peace throughout our day-to-day life and just overall in our life. And if you're like, what is grace? What do you mean by grace? Grace is, in my opinion, a mixture of forgiveness and letting things go and just telling yourself that it's okay if I, you know, can't do this thing or or I am struggling with this thing or I, you know, messed up doing this thing. Grace is kind of an act of forgiveness. And it's something that I want you to get really, really good at doing and giving to yourself every single day. I am a constant chronic struggler with overbooking myself and overscheduling myself and believing that I can do more things in a day than literally humanly possible. (laughs) And this is something that I have really started to practice this year is granting myself grace, creating white space in my schedule, more flexibility and more transition time, if you would, and telling myself that at the end of the day, if I don't get everything done on my to-do list, That's okay because I am the only person setting that expectation for myself. And if I am the one setting that expectation, I can also be the one telling myself that it's okay if I don't get all of those things done and if I don't live up to that expectation because I'm not letting anyone down, right? If I set the expectation, I can change it and I can give myself grace when I need to change it. So this is my first tip for you. Grant yourself grace every single day, wherever and whenever you need it. And remind yourself that you're human. You're only human. You're not a machine. You're not a computer. You're not this like superhuman individual, even though maybe you are. I have no idea. You can't do it all every day, all the time. It's just not possible. It's definitely not sustainable. And that is a great way for you to run yourself into the ground and say, a huge hello to burnout in your life. So if you're currently struggling with setting unrealistic expectations, and maybe you don't know that they're unrealistic, maybe you feel like you're setting, you know, reasonable expectations for yourself day to day, but yet you continue to let yourself down because you're unable to achieve them for whatever reason, then in that moment, I want you to say, it's okay for me to not hit that expectation. It's okay for me to not get all of this done or to need to take a day off, or to say no, or to erase something from my to-do list, or to move something to next week. Because again, you're not a machine, you're a person, and you deserve that type of grace throughout your life whenever you need it. The second tip for you, my friend, is to find routines that support you over starve you. And this concept of routines and habits that support over starve is something that I dive deep into in the Own Your Vision course. So if you're like, oh, I want to learn more about this, definitely go check out the course. Again, it's linked in the show notes. But find routines that support you 
overstarve you. And just briefly, what I mean by this, routines that make you feel good, that make you feel healthy, that make you feel strong and confident and at peace. And these routines might look like exercising five or six days a week in the morning before you do anything else. That's something I do because when I don't work out in the morning, you guys, when I miss a workout or I sleep in or whatever, I just don't feel as good as I could. To me, working out is very cheap therapy. (laughs) It just is for me. And that routine of working out every single day helps me to work through some of my anxieties, helps me to quiet some of those voices in my head, and helps me to go through my day knowing I did at least one good thing for myself, which helps me feel more at peace. Maybe your routine for you looks like reading a devotional in the morning or reading your Bible or calling a friend or sipping a cup of matcha on your front porch while your kids walk to school and you watch them go to school. Whatever routines you have or don't have, make sure that they serve you and don't starve you, okay? And a really fast example of a habit or a routine that might be starving you is scrolling Instagram or TikTok until two o'clock in the morning. How is that benefiting you? It's not. It's really, really not. And so I encourage you to do an audit, find routines that support you, and say goodbye and let go of those routines or those habits that starve you, that make you feel anxious, that keep you up at night, that make you worried, that that create feelings of discomfort or worry or any of those negative emotions that we're trying to avoid. Find routines, try new things, go on Pinterest, send me a message on Instagram. Like, let's chat about it because I promise you when you have routines in your life that serve you, that support you, you are going to feel more at peace because you're taking care of yourself, which is a bottom line baseline need that we have as humans. We need to feel supported, safe, and secure. And when we start and take responsibility in finding and implementing routines that serve us and that support us, our brain, our heart, our emotions will automatically start to feel more at peace and less chaotic, okay? So take time today. If you wanna chat more on this, feel free to send me a message on Instagram. Check out the Own Your Vision course because we dive into this. I teach you a really helpful strategy to do a self-audit of your habits and routines in depth and get good at pointing out routines that support you over starving you and implementing more of those that support you into your life. Okay, tip number three, you guys. This is so simple yet so difficult. And this tip, this strategy is to get good at saying no, okay? And you're probably like, oh God, (laughs) because I know for me, it can be really challenging to say no in my work, in my personal life, to myself, to my friends. Saying no is really, really challenging. You know, for some people more than others, for those of us who are people pleasers, who want to help, who are maybe a type two Enneagram, if you know the Enneagram, people whose love languages is active service, it's really challenging to say no. But the issue with continuing to say yes, 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 is we very quickly do things like overbook ourselves, overschedule ourselves, we stretch ourselves too thin, we add too many things to our plate, metaphorically speaking, right? And it's really important for us, both as humans and, you know, speaking within like a working sense, it's really important for us to learn how to say no. Because when we do say yes constantly, consistently, whether it be because we don't know how to say no or we just genuinely wanna help other people, 
we tend to get overwhelmed by feeling like we have all of these things to do, okay? And a really good personal example of mine is continuously saying yes to new work for my virtual assistant business because that's such a huge part of my life right now is, is my virtual assistant business that I have. And I found that when I continued to say yes, I was feeling so stressed and overwhelmed because I had so much to do all the time. And I was eliminating that white space, that sort of empty space in my schedule that we all need, if I'm being honest, and not allowing myself to have moments to myself to breathe, think, and reset, and, and come back, refocus. And when we start to say no, because we either don't want to, don't have time to, or it doesn't serve us in some way, those are three very good reasons to say no, you guys. We fail to, to protect our peace and, and we welcome in things like overwhelm, burnout, stress, anxiety, uh, chaos, the feeling of chaos, right? I'm sure we all know what that feels like because we are failing to say no. And you guys, easy places to say no would be taking on more work, taking on a second job, telling your kids that they can go to a friend's house every other day after school because that means that you have to take time out of your workday to go pick them up, signing your kids up for every single activity because then all of a sudden you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off trying to get everyone to all the places that they need to be. Do you feel the chaos, hear the chaos in my voice? This is what happens when we fail to say no. But when we get good at saying no, again, because we don't want to, we don't have time to, or something does not serve us, we get good at protecting our peace, okay? So this is something that I'm going to throw out there to my type two Enneagrams, my service-based leadership people, all of you who, who honestly suck at saying no, get good at it, practice it, and watch what happens when you do that over and over and over again. And finally, tip number four, you guys, is to surround yourself with people who want peace for you. And you might be thinking, well, doesn't everyone want peace for me? Doesn't anyone in my life want me to feel at peace and feel relaxed and, and not overwhelmed? No, <laughs> think about it. Think of all the people in your life. And I'm really, really lucky. I'm really, really blessed to have a good core group of people who surround me every single day. My friends, my husband, my mom, my family who want peace for me. And by this, I mean, they ask me questions. How are you doing? They, they encourage me to talk about my feelings. They encourage me to share what I'm not feeling at my best because they genuinely want peace for me. Think about the people that you spend time with at work. Are they constantly saying, we need to be doing more, we're not doing enough, I'm gonna be doing, I'm gonna say yes to this project, I'm gonna take on this new client, I'm gonna do this new lesson plan. Are they promoting peace in your life or are they making you feel like you're not doing enough? Think about your friends. Are they always constantly go, 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 go? Or are they being respectful of your boundaries where you say, I just can't go out tonight because I just need a night to myself, right? Ask yourself, who in my life is the biggest promoter of peace for me, not for them? Because we all know humans are inherently selfish. We're all selfish. I even encourage you guys to practice selfishness and to be more selfish in your life. But we always also need to have people in our lives who tell us and remind us that we should be at peace, right? To me, my biggest example of this, I have two that I'm thinking of off the top of my head. My husband, who always asks me how he can help me, how he can, uh, do, what can he do around the house? Or when I'm having a bad day with my anxiety, like, how can I help you? How can I support you? What can I do? 
that's promoting peace in my life. That's him showing he wants me to feel at peace. And I have a very good friend. You'll know who you are. She is a fellow VA. She used to be my VA. She's someone who is constantly reminding me to protect my own peace because she's asking me, are you taking on too many clients? What if you did this in your business? How are you scheduling yourself? Do you still have that white space? She's kind of like a mentor. And I really appreciate her because she is asking me and reminding me and promoting peace in my life. But do you have these types of people in your life? Because if not, your challenge that I'm giving you today is to go seek those people out. Maybe go to a new yoga class or a new yoga studio. Maybe sign up for a book club or a baseball team or some activity and find new people. Stop eating lunch with the people who are always saying yes at work. (laughs) You are allowed to surround yourself with new people and you should be surrounding yourself with people who want peace for you. Because when those people are in your life, they are that beautiful reminder that I'm allowed to be at peace. I'm allowed to welcome joy into my life because I am at peace. I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not overbooked. I love what I do. I feel fulfilled. I feel good about what I'm doing. We all need these types of people in our life. And I encourage you to go seek those people out and then keep them close when you find them. All right, my friends, that is everything I have for you today. Four easy tactical tips that you can do to welcome more peace back into your life. And if you want to chat about any of the tips that I shared with you today, please, please, please send me a message over on Instagram. Give me a follow. My handle again is at living the letter N sunshine. So living in sunshine over on Instagram. And I'd love to chat with you about it. Be sure to take a screenshot of today's episode and share it to your Instagram stories and tag me as well with your biggest takeaways so I can share it to my stories as well. Until next Wednesdays, my dudes, I'm sending you all of the sunshine, good vibes, and I hope you make it a great day. That is all I have for you today, my dudes, and I hope you loved today's episode. If you did, I would seriously appreciate it if you went and left the show a review and rating on whatever platform you're currently listening on. For every review and rating that you leave, it truly helps the show grow and reach more women just like yourself. If you had any major takeaways or aha moments, be sure to take a screenshot of this episode, post it to your social media stories with your biggest takeaways, and tag me at Living in Sunshine so I can share it with my people as well. Again, thank you so much for hanging out with me this week. And until next time, I am sending you all the sunshine, good vibes, and I hope you make it a great day.